Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast on Esoteric Gladiator, episode 16, is about Satanism, cult ritual abuse, and how it affects us and our society. I go into some of the psychology of it, the mechanisms of it, and it's a long podcast. Um, I kind of freestyled it. Um, I didn't feel like writing it this time, but I felt felt like I was pretty thorough, and, and I gave you guys a lot of information and, and things that you could research on your own. I hope you enjoy. It was a heavy, heavy podcast for me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Welcome to Esoteric Gladiator. I'm your host, Jeremy Lipsey, and today we're going to be going over Satanism and cult ritual abuse. Um, I'm just going to freestyle it off the dome, so I may miss some stuff, but um, my background in the study of that, the first time I started reading anything like that was over 23 years ago, I don't remember the name of the book. I, I know it was uh, uh, Ritual Abuse and Satanic Abuse. And then I read a book uh, called Michelle Remembers and a couple of other books. I don't remember the names. I was incarcerated at the time. And uh, yeah, I read, I read a lot of weird shit while I was locked up. I used to read a lot of, uh, you know, fiction. But then, you know, started really getting into nonfiction towards the end, and now I, I can't read fiction at all. Uh, there's just too much interesting stuff on the planet, and I always find out, like, what really surprises me is how many people like to engage in fiction, you know? And, and, and uh, for me, I'm always like, you know, truth is stranger than fiction, and it's far more interesting. And, and you look at a lot of, the, like, the stories that are made up and stuff as opposed to real life events and the real life events always seem to be way more bizarre and way more interesting um which is is really why i never really got into like these bullshit ass superhero movies which uh i always found it really weird that that um a lot of atheists are into superhero movies but they don't believe in a god it's just really bizarre. The psychologists, it's like subconsciously they need some type of messiah figure and they've cho- chosen Marvel Comics instead of, you know, some type of religious ideology or whatever. Anyways, that's besides the point. But, uh, yeah, so I remember uh, in the first book that I read, it talked about not only satanic ritual abuse, um, but also uh, Catholic uh, ritual abuse. And uh, there was other cult stuff in there. Um, but uh, it went into multiple personality or disassociative personality disorder um, and how that's created. I'll get into that. Um, Michelle Remembers was, uh, you know, I haven't read it in over 22 years. Uh, but from what I remember, she was in her mid to late 20s, and all of a sudden, she just started having nervous breakdowns. Um, and then all these welts and bruises started appearing all over her body at random. And uh, she was she was going crazy and just couldn't figure it out. Well, that's the way that multiple personality works, or disassociative personality works, Um so, as I've said in other podcasts, 
you can have, you know, anywhere from three to 13 personalities in your body and not one of those personalities will be aware of the others. There is some people that are aware of their personalities, but by and large, a lot of these people aren't aware of these personalities, which is why, you know, disassociative personality was, was coined. Also, uh, the, uh, the process of getting multiple personality disorder comes from the disso- disassociation of trauma, uh, traumatic life events that, that um, happen a lot during these rituals. So uh, Michelle, she uh, wound up deciding at one point after, after going through this for a really long time, she contacted a hypnotherapist or a therapist, and then he suggested hypnotherapy, and they went in, and uh, you know, hypnosis will you'll, you'll, it'll it'll get you into the, the the subconscious mind, and this guy was able to go in and pull out these traumatic childhood memories of her. I believe she was part of a uh, French Canadian satanic cult family and uh yeah they just go through all kinds of crazy shit from uh, being locked in cages being put in coffins for extended periods of time uh you know being put on drugs uh lsd and 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 things like that uh sexual torture mental physical emotional torture um and uh, she, I believe she said it started when she was like nine months old or something, uh, at least according to uh, the hypnotherapist. And again, I haven't read this book in 22 years. I got a pretty good memory. but um, So let's, uh, let's get into like, the history of things, and then I'll go deeper into like trauma-based mind control and all this stuff. So, um, the first modern, to me, the first modern interpretation of satanic ritual abuse came directly from Satan himself, and that was in the Old Testament in uh, the Garden of Eden when he deceived Eve. With the apple, he tricked her. Because if you know what Satanism about is about, it's all about deception, manipulation, and, um, and, and power. These people want power over other people. So uh, Satan deceives Eve and then teaches her the art of fornication. Now, it doesn't say that in the Bible, but, you know... It's not hard to see what, you know, metaphors are. The apple was the seed, the serpent planted in Eve, impregnating her with Cain. Eve then taught Adam fornication. They then became embarrassed of their nudity and covered themselves. And what was the proposition from uh, Satan the serpent? that uh, you won't die, you will surely be as gods. So you will be able to procreate. You'll be able to create more life. But that's not what God taught uh, 
Adam and Eve. And I'm not speaking from a Christian point of view. I, I have no uh, affiliations to religion per se. I'm very open-minded. Again, uh, I did years of native ceremonies, years of Buddhist meditations, years of church. I'm very open-minded to a lot of different theologies and things of that nature. But I do reference the Bible a lot because to me the Bible is a very powerful historical, uh, spiritual, and magical book. And uh, it says a lot about psychology as well. So the serpent impregnates Eve with Cain. Cain grows up uh, able... Uh, Adam impregnates Eve with Abel, the brother. Cain slays Abel in the field, bashes his head in, into the rock, and the blood is swallowed into the earth. So there you go. You got your first uh, ritualistic sacrifice right there. And it wouldn't have sounded so much like a ritualistic sacrifice if... If God didn't tell them that the, the earth cried out because she had to swallow the blood of Cain's brother. Now, if you know about Satanism and things like that, these guys like to sacrifice family members um, and uh, babies, their firstborn. Uh, they believe that, you know, by doing this stuff, this gets them more power, it gets them closer to uh, whatever spiritual demonic force they're working with, whether it's Lucifer, Satan, the devil, uh, or any number of, of uh, false idol, demonic deities. You know, it could be Egyptian, could be Babylonian, could be Phoenician, you know, any number, Roman, any number of these different, could be Quetzalcoatl or, or native deities, the feathered serpent or whatnot. So anyways, Cain slays Abel. God comes down and, and or speaks to Cain and says, uh, well, you, you, you killed your brother, so now you will be, uh, now you will be a vagabond. You will be a, a person without a home. And Cain says, well, God, then people will kill me. They'll surely kill me. And God says, no, no, no. Nobody's going to kill you, for if they do, their uh, punishment will be... Uh, I think it was like tenfold or threefold. I don't remember what it was. Um, so I'm going to put a mark on you to uh, so that so that people know who you are. Well, lo and behold, we have the Canaanites from the descendants of Cain. Cain kills Abel. The Canaanites uh, are involved in false idol worship, worshiping Baal. Uh, doing uh, Baal, the bull, Moloch. Um, they're, they're, they're sacrificing their children. They're having crazy sex. They're connected to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, they're they're uh, eating the flesh of other human beings. Uh, they have no home. They're wanderers. They're going out. They're fornicating with as many different people as possible. And, and again, cannibalism can a Baal, Cain, Abel, Canaanites worshiping Baal. So there you go. Um, and, and then now we can fast forward to, uh, well, we can, we can, what we can do is we can go to like uh, the Tower of Babel, which, which was uh, people 
uh, having a heightened sense of self and believing that they were going to surpass the creator of all things. Their worldly uh, architecture was so powerful that they were going to they were going to build into the kingdom of heaven and show God how amazing they were because what happened Lucifer deceived man in the in the garden by telling them oh, you will have the power of gods and it that's that's happened to up to today and I'll get into that um so the Canaanites had you know the the false idol golden statue worship down pretty heavily kind of like how Hollywood has that today it's in in sports the trophies the medals the medallions all that it is all false idol worship now I'm not saying sports isn't awesome or or theater or whatever isn't awesome but I do believe that I went over um, how I be, you know believe like you know the modern Hollywood people these guys are are involved in a lot of this occult satanic uh, black magic uh, ritual stuff from demonology to you know mystic Kabbalah and, and all this other stuff um, and and how f they prepare for roles by inviting other spirits into their body their temple and uh, they will do shit like method acting and literally uh, go under trances to become other characters so that they can uh, um, be that awesome in the roles for which they're going to they're going to play in these movies. Again, a lot of these celebrities are involved in self-worship. They're just so great. They're so wonderful. They're just so amazing, sociopathic, narcissistic. I am a god in the flesh. And, you know, again, it goes all the way back to that biblical shit. Um, so in my eyes, a lot of these practices, you know, in Hollywood and in, in modern day occult and cult uh, practices are from the descendants of Canaan. Um, and uh, these people are still, um, you know, following the laws of this, you know, drinking the blood of children, adrenochrome, um, in involved in false idol worship, uh, using numerology, uh, to the detriment, not for what it was created for, engaging in ceremonial worship. You look at, like, a lot of these celebrities that hung out with Jeffrey Epstein on his island. You go to his island, he has, like, an Egyptian, Babylonian-style temple on his island. Uh, with what on top? False idols, golden statues. Um, and we know that he was involved in, in pedophilia, and sex trafficking and bribing elites and involved with like high players like Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, S uh, Steven Spielberg, and so on and so forth. And then like, let's just do a little quick thing on Steven Spielberg and like the, the things that he puts out. And I'm just going to do a real quick one. I'm sure there's a lot more information out there on this. Um, let's take a look at like, like the Indiana Jones thing, you know, he's an archaeologist, he's constantly looking for golden statues or trinkets that, uh, belong to, uh, ancient, uh, Judeo-Christian, 
uh, things. He wanted the Ark of the Covenant. He wanted, you know, for its power and and so he could get the glory and be praised in his uh, community and, and uh, you know, demonic spirits. And then you go into and, and in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, there is a little there is like a little thing in Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indiana Jones goes to that that uh, girl's bar and then the guy then the Nazi shows up there's this huge fight she helps Indy beat this guy up he takes off into the snow and then she says how could you do that to me Indy I was a little girl as if implying that he molested her when he was little and then now we can go forward to the Temple of Doom where you know they're involved in ceremonial magic you know in a totally different country I don't remember if it was in India or the Middle East or or where it was, um, but uh, you know, and 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 uh, you know, who was Indiana Jones's little partner in that one? A little Asian boy, huh? Interesting. Not a that couldn't be a pedophile's wet dream. Somebody like. Steven Spielberg, who has crooked eyes, who has all these weird fucking features on him, who's he's rumored to uh, be involved with the occult, as well as uh, massive amounts of pedophilia in Hollywood. Hopefully that'll come out on him someday. Um, but these guys give you hints to what they're involved in and into and, and all the magic throughout the Indiana Jones trilogy. I got to go back and rewatch all that stuff and, you know, look at the symbology in it. Uh, but, um, you know, these guys are modern day Canaanites they, 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 you know, the curse of Cain is on them. And some speculate the curse of Cain is a mental thing because most people involved in this cult ritual abuse have mental problems. They're involved in, you know, sick behavior. Uh, a lot of these pedophiles aren't necessarily pedophiles because they get off on fucking children. They may, uh, and some of them, a lot of them probably do, but a lot of these guys believe that this is what they need to do to gain access to power from the demonic spirits or Satan himself uh, in their ritualistic murder. I mean, and it's really important to, to note that the crafts and, and the societies and the covens, they all have, you know, they all worship in different ways. Again, you may have uh, people worshiping in Phoenician or Roman or Babylonian or Egyptian or, or strictly satanic. You have cults in Islam. You have a uh, Jewish cult, Sabbateanism from Sabbatai Zevi, a false mes messiah that was just a monster. Um, you know, we have the Catholic Church, which, you know, praises Mary, which is really Venus, Ishtar, it's goddess worship. They, they, they only talk about Jesus or praise Jesus when they want to look at the sacrifice of the Messiah. It's, it's straight gothic and drinking the blood and eating the body of Christ, cannibalism. They're molesting children all the time. You look at the Vatican itself, it has the Egyptian obelisk in front of it. If you look at the top down of the structure of the Vatican, the architectural layout is the key, as in the keys of masonry, the Knights Templar. Uh, these guys go deep with their occult worship. The, the, the auditorium in which they hold their mass, uh, 
and and uh, ceremonies is is the face of a serpent, um, as if um, you know spreading that deceptive message to the people, and uh, you know th- that's really important with a lot of these people because these see people most again most people don't speak uh, in lies. So most of us, myself included, I can see through shit because I'm an extremely psychological person, but most of us don't speak in lies. These people speak in lies, which is, you know, like people like, oh, that politician is so crooked. No, that politician is a black magician. They know what the fuck they're doing. They're not just crooked. It's not just for money. A lot of these people have so much money, they can't spend it in in. 20 to 30 or 50 lifetimes. So at what point does money stop becoming an issue? And now it's like, okay, well, fuck the money. Now I want power. Okay, well, fuck the power. Now I want to start molding the world in my image. I want to build this tower of Babel because I'm so great and me and my cult is so great. And we are, 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 uh, gods in the flesh and, we are perfect and we know how everything should be ran. So we need to be worshipped and praised and the world needs to follow our lead. So let's get into a little bit about, uh, you know, like I'm just going to speak basically, uh, I'm going to give kind of like a blanket uh, review of, of a multitude of cults and, and the practices they have Um to keep their cults going and stuff. So let's just say basic satanic cult, um, Illuminati, Illuminati, which means the illumined, which is Lucifer, the light bearer. Um, you know, and you heard George Bush senior talking about it, a thousand rays of light, a new world order. Cause he was a satanic high priest. He was part of that. He was raised in a cult family. Uh, his grandfather was a Nazi, the occult was heavily uh, part uh, and influential in the Nazi movement, and 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 a lot of the Jews were merely just ritualistic sacrifices, as well as a spell to cast uh, the foundation of the state of Zionist Israel as well. So uh, the Jews were used in this ritualistic ceremony to get the the Zionist uh, state of Israel. These guys aren't the true Israelites. They're not the true Jews. They are the synagogue of serpents spoken about in Judaism and the Bible and I believe also in the Quran. I'd have to look that up. But the Abrahamic uh, religions know about the synagogue of serpents. The synagogue of serpents being the descendants of Lucifer, with the curse of Cain on them. So let's say you're born into a satanic family, right? The abuse can start right away, or maybe your family will show you love and get you dependent on them for a couple of years before they start abusing you because you think about it, you love your parents, they've been loving you, they've been holding you, they, they've always treated you kindly, um, and then next thing you know, they're torturing you, they're molesting you, they're raping you, they're passing you around your aunts and uncles and other members of the occult. And that just totally fucks you up mentally and emotionally. And that's that's part of what it is, the splitting of the mind and, and the inversion of reality. 
That's what Luciferianism is is really about. It's about inversion. It's about turning the world upside down on its head. You look at the the symbols for uh, Satanism. It's it's not the Wiccan pentacle. It's the inverted pentagram. It's not the cross. It's the inverted crucifix. It's not uh, humanism. It's trans. Humanism or transgenderism. Boys are girls. Girls are boys. And again, I don't have problems with transgenders or gays or nothing like that. Um, I believe that, you know, as adults, you're entitled to do whatever you want. All your celebrities out there that have these transgender children, these children are ceremonial sacrifices to their orders. These children have been converted against their will. It's part of the mind-breaking ceremonies of the satanic uh, empire. You look at the symbol of the Baphomet, which has breasts, a male body with breasts. Um, one, you know, it's got the right hand pointing to the sky, the heavens, and the left hand pointing to the ground because the right-hand path is the path of righteousness. It's about truth. The left-hand path is the inverted path. It's left out. And it's pointing to the demonic realms. So there's lots of symbolism. And a lot of times none of it makes sense because why would it make sense if you have uh, an army of people with multiple personality disorder? They're not thinking straight. They've each got, you know, seven personalities with them. And each personality thinks differently and, and isn't aware of the other personalities. So they're, they they have a multitude of symbolism, and then again, as I said before, the Egyptian, the Phoenician, the Babylonian, the Mayan and Aztec, the Roman, the whatever these guys decided to use during that time. You know, all of this is encompassing encompassing this this ritualistic stuff. They're using symbols from everywhere for their cults, and and one could even say. Uh, each one of these symbols, a lot of them representing themselves, you know, uh, Thor being Jupiter, uh, being Zeus, um, you know, there's a multitude of these deities or gods or spirits or whatever you want to call them that are the same thing. And, and you know, a lot of people go through a lot of this stuff, um, you know. And that right there, there you go. Even in the spiritual aspect, a lot of these gods have multiple personalities, right? They're they're, they're not they're they're not whole. They they have all these personalities. That's why they're called false idols. They're not whole. They're not there. So a way to create multiple personalities again would be through extreme sexual trauma. Uh, mostly by people that are closest to you. Um, also extreme physical abuse, locking you in cages, electrocuting you, making you drink urine and eat feces, making you kill your puppy or kill animals or witnessing uh, murders or false murders because a lot of times these satanic cults, they do fake death ceremonies and and, and things of that nature because they also get off on deception. So a lot of times that's why you hear about false flag events in public and crisis actors because, yes, these guys could kill someone if they wanted, but 
that's not what that drill is about. So they have like the Boston bombing where they have fake, you know, people dying and shit. It's, it's a crisis act because they get off on the deception aspect of it, right? So, you know, a lot of times these, these cults will just do it very deceptively. Um, a, a lot of these cults, they're, they're meeting usually in the night times, late at night when, when uh, the world is, is asleep um, you know, and they're vampire-like, uh, you know, werewolf, ritualistic, monster-type way. Uh, uh, and again, we're dealing with inversion and things being upside down. You know, the, this, the nighttime is when these guys flourish. It's when they get off. It's when, you know, again, 3 a.m., the witching hour. So a lot of these covens are going to meet at midnight, uh, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., so on and so forth. The ceremonies might last 30 minutes. They might last five to 10 hours. Um, there's going to be prayers. There's going to be sacrifices. There's going to be fake sacrifices. There's going to be maybe orgies. There's going to be cannibalism involved. Maybe somebody in the cult is, is pregnant. And they're going to have a baby. Maybe they're going to sacrifice the baby. Maybe somebody's card came up in the cult, which means somebody's number came up, and now they're going to sacrifice one of their own members. Uh, again, uh, like even in Hollywood, people's card comes up and they got to get sacrificed. Look at Whitney Houston, sacrifice. Michael Jackson, sacrifice. Kobe Bryant, sacrifice. And, and Whitney Houston. And Michael Jackson were worth more dead than they were alive. I believe Whitney Houston's, like, uh, I iTunes uh, song sales were like forty nine cents a song before she died. After she died, immediately they went up to four dollars a track, or three ninety nine a track, or something like that. And they were selling like crazy. So she had served her cult, she had served her purpose, so now the cult makes that sacrifice, and then they bring in another uh, another star, in that case, another diva, Jennifer Hudson, replaced Whitney Houston, and, and, and Clive Davis was the handler of them both, and uh, if you look at like that whole ceremony in general, um, they wouldn't allow Whitney Houston's body to be removed, Clive Davis and... So, again, you have these powerful, you know, uh, Hollywood people, they wouldn't allow the LAPD to do their job. I mean, at what point do you say the police are working for these people, right? You know, th these guys are in charge of the fucking police. I was like, you're, you're a fucking music producer. We're trying to do our job. Uh, you would think that the police would have more say-so than a fucking music producer. But again, the police are working for these satanic orders, knowingly or unknowingly. So you have these ceremonies where you're intentionally torturing these children or adults or whomever uh, is your, your, your altar at the time. And... There's a, there's a method to this madness, and I'm going to break it down. I'm going to be very descriptive. So you would wonder why these people would want to sexually abuse small children. As I said before, 
it may or may not be out of uh, lust and desire, but I think most of it has to do with these are the rituals that these people believe will get them closer to their God and get the power and dominion over the earth that they, they feel like they're entitled to or that they've been promised, right? So a lot of this pedophilia is just ritualistic in nature. So I'm going to break it down in a physiological way. So a lot of these guys are involved. They, they like the anal stuff, right? So... Why would you do this to a small child? Well, connected to the rectum is the tailbone. The tailbone connects to the spinal column. The spinal column connects to what? The cerebellum, which is at the back of the skull. So essentially, they're entering the victim anally, and they're scrambling their fucking brain up. And it's, and it's again, it's connected all those that the nerves and, and and all this stuff in the spine. These guys are are uh, perverting the spiritual antenna. You know, human beings we don't have antenna like bugs or other things. Our spine reacts like an antenna. And how many vertebrae are in that spine? Thirty three, the master number. The master teacher. Why would it be the master teacher? The teachers use their brain because it connects to the, to the brain. So instantly, the personalities are developed within the subconscious. So instantly, you have a pathway to multiple personality through the, the rectum via the tailbone. A lot of these these uh, high priests or handlers or or you know black magicians, sorcerers, whatever you want to call them, will use like a hot cold method where they'll 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 be nice to you, and the next thing you know they're abusing you, and then they're nice to you again, and they abuse you again, and that right there fucks with your brain right there. It's a manic depressive thing, and again, the mark of Cain, psychosis mental problems or maybe maybe it was a gigantic nose kazarian in chinese face reading the nose represents finances or desire right well, these guys they loved worldly possessions and sexual desire so maybe they had large noses i don't know that's just one of my thoughts as somebody who's in, been involved in chinese face reading we can also get into like um, what would keep people from uh, running away from these cults and stuff, and some people do. Um, again, there's a really good example that I believe Joseph Stalin did during you know his you know attempt at communist takeover where he held a chicken in his hand in front of like his high-level military and he proceeded to pluck the as many feathers out of that chicken as possible to, to the point where it was almost bald. And the chicken was, it was excruciatingly painful for the chicken. He sets the chicken down, walks a few feet away from it and starts sprinkling bread crumbs on the ground. The chicken comes to it. 
And then he starts leaving breadcrumbs behind him as he walks, and the chicken proceeds to fo to follow him. He then says to his um, uh, military, create a po problem and create a solution. Uh, you know, people doesn't matter if you torture them if you if you present them with it with with healing from this horrible pain they'll follow you they'll do anything to make the suffering end or forget about the suffering it's escapism again and what would uh disassociative personality disorder be escapism into the subconscious part of the mind and and why as a, as as somebody in a trauma based state or a, a, a ritually abused state, uh, they don't want to believe that this is happening to them. You know, they don't want to believe that this is reality. So some things are so excruciating and painful, they literally have to develop another personality to escape in, to uh, make this not part of their reality or, or that this isn't happening to them, or if they themselves have to do murders as a young child or things like that, they have to go into the other personality because the real them would never do this because that's not who the real them was at birth. The real, the real them was destroyed by the cult. Psychology plays a major part in... Uh, ritualistic abuse and and patterns pay a, 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 a major part again you're going to be meeting you know three five seven nights a week with the cult in secrecy and um you know there's repetition involved there's patterns you know maybe one week you're studying out of uh you know the fucking Egyptian Book of the Dead or Tibetan Book of the Dead or whatever. And, and you know, it, it's going to be repetitious. It's not just, you know, it ha it's, it's anything. Anything you want to get good at in life for better or worse involves repetition and obsession. And these cults are obsessed. So a lot of people do try to get out of these cults. They're scared. They're bullied back. Or their alter egos and personalities will bring them back. Um, when they do try to escape, a lot of them, if they get the proper help, they will be informed not to communicate with the cult. Your brothers, your sisters, stay away. A lot of the people in these cults hold different positions. A lot of them are handlers. A lot of them know how to navigate through your personalities to get to that being that they want for the rituals or for the betterment of the cult to help that cult uh, excel or get what it wants. So if somebody is lucky enough to get away after a life, you know, a lifetime of this torture and manipulation and deception. Um, well, God willing, they find the right type of counseling to uh, to help them heal from these uh, horribly tragic uh, events that have taken place. 
Another thing that, like, within these cults is, and again, that's why I say our world leaders are cultists. They follow the protocol, lying, cheating, deception, murder, mass human sacrifices on the battlefield, pushing out shit in media, uh, violence, pornography, uh, you know, any number of, of degrading laws that we have to follow, any number of ritualistic, uh, you know, things like 9-11, uh, based off numerology, which I, which I went into in my numerology episode, which you guys should listen to. It's a very thorough half-an-hour diagram of numerology and some uh, events involving numerology. I mean, these guys are extremely crafty and manipulative. They're liars. We know they're liars. Well, most smart people do. The media, the media is their tool. It's their face. It's one of their personalities. They're going to lie to you with fake news and all types of other bullshit. Science uh, 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 is, is, is also one of the tools. The medical industry, another one of the tools. Basically, any uh, mass scale uh, avenue that these uh, cultists can use to their benefit, they will. And when we look at the world around us and who ran the world, Lucifer, Satan, Satan ran the world. It says so in the Bible. Now, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not a Christian. Um, the Satanists are anti-Christian. So what they do goes along with the guidelines of the Bible and inverting what the Bible says. That's what these guys believe. Whether you believe in Jesus or Christianity or not, that's what these guys believe. But they will invert anything in society and pervert anything in society if they believe it will help them gain access to power. And these guys are weak. They're scared. They're punks. That's why they torture children. But then again, you have to look at where they're coming from. They were raised in that type of environment, so that happened to them. I mean, this is multi-generational. I mean, if it goes all the way back to the land of Canaan, I mean, how many thousands of years is that? Or the Phoenicians, or the Roman Empire, or, you know, any number of empires. And we know all those empires from Egyptian, Roman, Phoenician, Canaan, Aztec, all, you know, these guys were involved in human sacrificing, blood drinking, and I assume most of them were involved in pedophilia, sex magic. That's what this is, 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 is sex is a heightened state. They know things are made of vibrations. So the vibration of sexual energy is a powerful full tool for these guys in this ritual setting. And again, if you start with children, it fucks their head up for the rest of their life. And if, if everything is made of vibrations, they carry this dark tainted vibration with them across the earth throughout their lifetime. I went through uh, the tools of divination and magic and black magic in my podcast the other day on magic, 
and, and, and sleight of hand illusionism and, and, and what statues and effigies and false idols were about was to carry a resonant vibration for hundreds of thousands of years in that place that they were placed. Whatever symbol or God or deity was erected or sculpted in that area was meant to carry that vibration in that area for as long as possible. You guys are going to have to forgive me for skipping around. This is a vast subject, and again, I'm freestyling it. I'm, I'm not going off um, notes. A lot of times I go off notes. I've found that you know I'll spend six hours writing notes, and I'll be done with the notes in 20 minutes. So I'm just, I'm just going to try and freestyle it. You know, if I miss some information, I'm sure I'll blurt it out in future podcasts. If, if those of you guys that like my podcast and continue to follow me, I have years, decades of information in my head. I've studied a lot. So for those who want to participate in these cult families or cults or whatever, if they were born into them, the way that they advance is by following orders and doing specific things that the cult asks them. Maybe the cult's mad at one of the members, and they send Johnny to follow this member and report on this member and snitch on this member about what this this member's doing, and, and now Johnny doesn't have to get butt-fucked in the next uh, three ceremonies. A lot of times, these uh, cults will hold rewards ceremonies during their gatherings where um, specific prizes will be given to certain members of the cult that do good things, perceivably good things for the cult, and they will be given to them in front of the rest of the cult so these people get praise. So instead of getting tortured and fucked with, these guys are getting praised. And, you know, you... If you put yourself in these people's position, at this point, they're probably tired of being tortured and they'll do anything to get some praise, right? Human beings have a vast array of of reactions to their surroundings. I mean, everybody's got a different personality, you know? And some people are passive, some people are aggressive, some people are passive-aggressive, some people are scared, some people are angry. You know, we have a, a multitude of personalities on this planet, and, and, and maybe, maybe certain members of the cult didn't want to take part in molesting children because they were empathic and, and passive, and that, you know... So they were willing to take on more suffering as opposed to putting that suffering onto someone else because that's what's going to happen if you don't follow the rules. You toe the line or you get fucked. Like dealing with the Clintons. You toe the line or you get suicided or murdered. That's what happens. That's how the cults work. I have no doubt that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton were arranged marriages, that they grew up in satanic cults. I have no doubt that the same went for Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, arranged marriages, or any of the Bushes, arranged marriages, satanic, demonic cults. 
And arranged marriages go back to nobility and monarchs who also seem to be involved in in demonic false idol worship and, and blood sacrificing and perversions and, and incest and so on and so forth. And, and now let's take a look at like the reward system with the ruling class who are clearly sociopaths who clearly have the constitutions of serial killers on crack, right? They're rubbing shit in our face. They're, they're doing whatever they can. They, they, they claim to have law and order, but they police themselves. So when they do something corrupt and demonic and horrific to society, they don't ever suffer. You know what I mean? Did George Bush get punished for lying about weapons of mass destruction after murdering thousands and thousands of people in the Middle East? No, he did not, because his cult polices him. And, you know, people like Barack Obama receiving the Nobel Peace Prize when he dropped more bombs than any other president. And that's what these guys do. They love deception and lying and, and, and doing weird off-the-wall shit. They knew what Barack Obama was capable of and what he was supposed to do. It was all pre-planned, right? So... They knew that he wasn't a peaceful person. He just had to go up and smile and look handsome and deceive the ignorant public and, and, and smile and show some form of, you know, fake humanity to people that are ignorant and, and, and you know, buy shit because they don't have the mental fortitude to see through the deception. And, and Barack Obama got a peace prize, you know? after years of being tired of getting butt-fucked by his cult. Or maybe he likes that. I've heard he's a homosexual. We've heard Michelle Obama may be a man. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But if she was a man, that, they would love that. They would love the deception of the first lady being a man and them being able to be sneaky and deceive everyone, they get off on that. They look at that type of energy as powerful. They don't look at uh, where like if you work really hard pushing yourself to do something good as powerful, they look at sleight of hand, illusionism, and getting over on you as powerful because... It's a trick. It goes back to the Garden of Eden where Eve was deceived by the serpent. It's trickery and manipulation. That is what Lucifer was about. Deception. The father of all lies. That's what they are about. That's how they gain access to power. And I've said this before. Um... With these, these pedophiles, and I said it earlier, that a lot of times it's not about pedophilia, it's about the ritualistic uh, workings of the cult. But even pedophilia isn't about fucking children a lot of times. It's about uh, power. And when you look at a lot of serial killers, which are linked to satanic cults, Henry Lee Lucas, who was pardoned, oddly, by George Bush uh, Jr. for Lord knows what, was a hitman for a satanic cult or multiple cults. You got people like Richard Ramirez, Jeffrey Dahmer, 
Ted Bundy, who is a politician. A lot of politicians grew up in cult-based families. That's why they can go around smiling and lying and putting on this, this personality, which is really part of them, and deceiving people, doing horrible stuff, and then, then pretending like they're all righteous and that's why they make the laws because they're part of the cults. And you got people like uh, John Wayne Gacy, David Berkowitz, all these people talked about having cult ties to satanic uh, families, cults, or covens, witch covens, and things of that nature. These people were involved in this ritualistic uh, murdering. And um, a lot of these guys are speculated to be fall guys for that. There's a great book by a guy named Dave McGowan called Program to Kill the Politics of Serial Murder. And he goes through all of this and provides citations and sources for this stuff. But one like myself who understands psychology, if you don't have the evidence, look at the psychology and actions of the people that are perpetrating this type of stuff. You know, politicians aren't known for altruism. Most of them are lawyers. Lawyers are known for butt-fucking people a lot of times and fucking people over. I'm not saying every lawyer. There's a lot of good lawyers out there. But I'm saying a lot of them are known for being skeezy, scummy scoundrels involved in shitty cases and fucked-up shit. And, and these people are known by the fruits they bear. You know, what... what, what what they bring to the world. War, robbery, drug dealing, terrorism, mass shootings. All of the mass shootings were hoaxes. All of them were done by uh, Manchurian candidates or MK Ultra people who were part of the cult. All of them. All of the major incidences for sure in the last hundred years have been false flag operations. The wars and everything. It's all been conspiracies. And if you don't believe that, then that means you haven't studied it. Because if you spend hours upon hours studying this stuff, you clearly see it. It's, it's written. It's written out clear as day. Anyways... So back to the awards, the Golden Globes, the Emmys, the Grammys, the, the whatever, the Nobel Peace Prize, uh, Pulitzer Prize, all this, all this shit these guys pawn off. It's all, uh, it's all you know, uh, egotistical masturbation for these sickos. You know, it's part of the cults. I'm going to give you an example of a famous celebrity that I believe is part of, of, of the cults. And I believe a lot of these people, because they're, it starts when they're young, that, and it's programmed into them. They're scared. They don't know what to do. And I'm not saying that's the case with this guy. It could be, though. Um, Johnny Depp, who played the role of Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Well, Johnny Depp had to hang out with Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson for long periods of time. 
Hunter S. Thompson was on uh, David Letterman and being all fucking weird because that's what he was. He was a weirdo. He was, he was part of this cult shit. And and they asked, you know, David Letterman asked him, he's like, oh, well, what do you like to do in your spare time? And he's like, I like to murder people. And he said it serious like that, didn't smile, and everybody started laughing. Because <laughs> everybody's stupid. They don't know how these people talk. He was serious. There's a lot of, uh, you know articles and videos online that talk about how Hunter S. Thompson was involved up in high-level government snuff films and things of that nature, and that when Johnny Depp went to be the shadow of Hunter S. Thompson on his property and stuff, Johnny Depp was was uh, uh, kind of like ritualistically tortured and, and, and fucked with by Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson locked him in a coffin for an for a, a extended period of time, which in the satanic cults re- represents rebirth. You're, you're, you know, you're re, you're, you, the old you died and, and now you're reborn. In the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in book, Hunter S. Thompson talks about drinking 40 cc's of adrenochrome. Well, adrenochrome is the adrenalized blood of, of infant children known for its, uh, the high that it gives you. Also for the, to, to be the, uh, fountain of youth for the elites or the monarchs. And if you go back to like the royal family, uh, Vlad Tepest, Vlad the Impaler, the original Dracula, or or Elizabeth Bathory, who bathed in the blood of her uh, her servants and drank their blood, or knowing that the royal family has a history of the disease, Porphyria and the royal family, the porphyrias are a group of disorders connected with the production of the heme, which is used to make hemoglobin in the red blood cells. And there's seven different types of porphyria, and in most cases, they are inherited. So these people have a desire to drink blood because they have the, 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 the blood-related uh, diseases. Um, and again, a lot of these people have mental issues, and that's what happens when you come from a family of wealth and sociopaths that have been inbreeding for centuries. And that's, you know, you go back to the cults, that's what, what a lot of it is, 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 it's incest. So back to like the cults, there's a lot of small level cults, covens and orders, uh, you know, satanic families. And, and um, it's important to note just like, you know, a lot of people have a hard time swallowing this information or believing this information because they grew up in a Christian family or they grew up in an atheist family or a Jewish family. So they can't relate to this kind of stuff, so they don't believe it exists. But I assure you it does exist, and to these people it's normal. You, you think about when you're a child and how you grew up. I didn't grow up in a satanic family. I, I, I grew up in a Christian family, and, you know, I you know I have affiliations in my family with Native Americans— uh, I've talked about as as well as family members from the Canary Islands, which was off the coast of Morocco, which is Africa, and and, and things of that nature. And uh, so we have a varying degree of religious sects and and people that have all these tra- you know uh, uh, traditions in their families. So you know, there's a lot of low level satanic families and things of that nature, and there's a lot of high level satanic 
orders. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and, and break some of that down as best I can right now. I spoke of the Phoenicians, of the Egyptians, the Babylonians, the Romans, the Catholics, um, the Sabbateanisms. Uh, some of the, the, the cults and orders are like the Knights Templar, which go back to the Temple of Solomon. Solomon was involved in a lot of uh, false idol worship and, and, and deifying, uh, you know, um, certain entities and, 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 and magical practices and, and sex rites and rituals. You have uh, Rosicrucians, uh, which is, is uh, the order of the red uh, rosy cross. The rose is red. Red is worn on the dress of the whore of Babylon. Uh, Semiramis, who was the mother of Nimrod, she fucked Nimrod, her son, back to um, incest. The cross could have been for the cross of the, the Zodiac. Uh, you know, um, Knights of Malta, you have the Freemasons. And I'm not talking about your average low-level Freemason, right? I'm talking about the high-level Masons that know what they're connected in. You know, the 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemasons like Albert Pike, who paid homage to Lucifer, who wrote out the forecast for the three world wars that would, would, would happen on the earth. And he wrote this out in the 1800s before any of the wars. And the first two wars played out the way that he predicted. And the Third World War would be spawned by Islam. Well, we look at all the, the you know, the, the, the dealings in the Middle East and, and how Europe, the EU, which a lot of these monarchs were involved in cult ritual abuse, how they have utilized Islamic immigration throughout Europe. And, and in my opinion, they use Islam because Islam polices itself. It doesn't need police or military. These people use their religion to keep their own people in line a lot of times through love or through fear. And that's what Islam means is submission. And I'm not trying to diss Muslims or, or Islam at all. I'm just talking about what Islam means. I know there's a lot of good Muslim people out there. There's also sex within Islam. You can go back to Mecca, which is, is the black cube with the silver yoni. Yoni is the vagina representing the moon, goddess worship. Black cube representing Saturn worship, Satan worship. Again, massive amounts of symbology in these satanic cults and orders that a lot of small level people aren't even uh, aware of. We can use the crucifix, for example. So the makeup of the crucifix is a square above, a square below that square, a square on each side of the second square, and two squares below forming what? A cube. Over what? The sacrifice of the Messiah, who was to the, to the Satanist their arch enemy, because he represented all that was good. 
These guys believe all that is bad will give them that power. And that's the way they were raised. They don't have discretion because as small children in their family, that discretion was perverted, corrupted, polluted, and manipulated and tortured out of them. We can go into, um, you know, fraternal orders like the Skull and Bones of Harvard and Yale, which the presidents were part of, and, and what their practices are. There's videos online of, of some of their ceremonies. And then we, then we can just look at, you know, the fruits of their labor, which all seem to be war, deception, uh, ca- you know, collapsing economies, and, and all, all types of stuff. And where do the skull and bones come from? I believe they're, they're derivatives of, of the Spanish pirates. Um, back to the skull and bones flag on the Jolly Roger. And, and what the pirates were about. They were involved in slave trade, marauding, uh, robbery, all types of stuff. We know what the pirates were about. Rape, pillaging, all that stuff. But when we look at basically the foundation of most groups all over the world, particularly tied to government, the Trilateral Commission, the World Health Organization, the Club of Rome, all of this stuff, these guys follow a similar protocol because they were part of the cults. That's what they were raised in. And I'm going to get into right now, I know I've been skipping around, and again, I I may have jumped over some stuff, but I'm going to get into the massive uh, global attempt to ritually abuse uh, society by use of war. The television, as Anton LaVey, the head of the, the Satanic Church in San Francisco said, the television is, is one of the best tools for the Satanic army because it can indoctrinate your children. I mean, we see all these murders on television. Right. You know, the news is constantly pushing fear. It's trauma. It's pushing trauma on us. Um, all the sex and pornography, part of the the sexual trauma ceremonies and and confusing the children. I mean, I, the first time I ever saw pornography, I was seven years old. Right. I mean, think about the the way that that affects the mind of children. Right. Um. And again, lies from our politicians and our leaders, and, and they're smiling, and they're, they've conditioned us to uh, interpret lies as truths, and, and by using their smiles and, and 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 manipulating us and getting us used to the pattern of lying and the vibration of lying, and deceiving us, right? Because Lucifer wouldn't show up as a fucking long-haired heavy meddler that throws up the devil sign. No, he'd show up as a smiling politician like Barack Obama or Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, that's constantly smiling and lying and passing all these weird laws that benefit only people of his party or, you know, people in the technocratic society. They're not benefiting the taxpayers and the people that work really hard they're benefiting the scoundrels and scumbags and other people who are stupid and helping them push their agendas 
which the, these small people that are helping them push their agendas will eventually be betrayed because these are the useful idiots for these people running these secret societies. And we can go into like this a little bit of the symbolism of, you know, the red and blue lodge or the red and blue, the the Republican and Democratic Party. Um, you know, these are they're the same. It's the same order. You know, I'm not saying each one of these political groups has the same, you know, the the same uh, motives. There is a lot of really good politicians out there that are working for the people, but I think by and large. A lot of them are really bad people, and they're working for the cults that seek to ultimately enslave humanity. And and uh, again, I, I went through this in one of my podcasts. I'm going to go through it again. Is as uh, Satanism, the ultimate goal of the high-level Satanists is transhumanism. That's a transhuman society. It would be a communist technocratic rule over people. There would be a mass extermination, kind of like how Hitler did. He was a cultist. He was part of it. Um, and, uh, you know, it would involve, you know, people like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and and all these people in YouTube and Google and, and these high-level uh, technocrats trying to push the reign and rule over society through nanotechnology injected in people like myself and yourself and connecting us to a, a wireless link like 5G and that nanotechnology affecting our biology and, 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 and creating certain frequencies within our, which, within our beings and human beings are electromagnetic beings. So people like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, they wouldn't have this nanotechnology in them because they'd be the part of the ruling class. You know, small level people like us would would be part of this, and they would gain access to our our, our uh, neurology and 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 um, biology through neural uh, linking through um, you know technological linking through this this massive computer. Then again, right there, transhumanism, connecting biology with technology, right. I've said it before, I don't remember who said it originally, but symbology will be their downfall. And their symbology is everywhere. And you'll know them by their symbols. It's easy to pick out. Astrology, numerology, uh, Roman, Egyptian, Phoenician, some religious. This this is the trail of breadcrumbs these people leave behind for us. Walt Disney left plenty of that symbology in his cartoons and movies and amusement parks. He was part of it. Um, any of the major motion picture uh, firms are part of it. So the people that are part of these cults, they know how to weave their way through society they, they were trained since being small children at the art of deception and manipulation and psychology. And they were trained uh, <clears throat> through torture and trauma. And they, they have access to large institutions in society because a lot of these people run these institutions that are part of these cults. And they, they are part of massive, massive indoctrination camps. I mean, 
you know, anybody that can survive, you know, ritualistic torture and develop multiple personalities is considered a strong person. You can create super soldiers, uh, super business titans, uh, you know, all kinds of, you know, you could create an army of super soldiers, which I speculate that they're doing. You know, you, you have people that are scientists. They work in all levels of society that are part of these cults, right? So that's why I say when, 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 when people are like want to espouse, oh, oh well, a sci science says this because of this. That's like, well, yeah, a lot of these scientists are part of these satanic secret cults that only benefit them. And again, they work like the military because it's a pyramid fraternal order. There's a chain of command. So when people are like, what, what do you think? All these doctors and scientists are all part of it and they're spreading the lies? No, they don't have to. The people at the top give them orders and they follow those orders or they lose their job or they're threatened or they're blacklisted or a lot of these scientists may have been part of this stuff. Maybe a lot of them are pedophiles or part of fucking young girls or whatever and, and they know about this and they use maybe the films of these people doing it or documentation or photographs of these people doing this stuff against them so now these people have to play along with the rules of the game or they get outed or they lose their job or their reputation gets destroyed or whatever it's not hard if you have a chain of command again the secret societies go back to the pyramid the pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid structure with a small group of people at the top. You have the Rothschilds, which are what? The Red Shields. The Red Shields are connected to the royal family, which their logo is the Red Dragon. Who is the Red Dragon in the Bible? Lucifer, Satan, the demon, Leviathan. Again, multiple symbols for a specific deity. Anyhow, I'm worn out. This is a heavy subject. Um, I hope you guys kind of got a picture of, of ritualistic abuse and, 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 and what, why they do what they do. I went into circumcision about how that, that corrupts the boy and disconnects us from our heart, right? Makes us a slave to them. Trauma-based mind control through physical torture as young children. Oh, it's to keep you hygienic. Bullshit. It's not. We could be hygienic without circumcisions. It's, it's trauma-based mind control under the guise of cleanliness or, or religious uh, practice. And again, as I've said, religions have been corrupted too. Mainstream religion, all, they, they only teach you some surface shit. You really want to know about Jesus and the power of the Bible. You need to become a theologian. You need to go into deep study. You need to know about the symbology that's being used against us. Nothing in life comes easy. So, so salvation for the Christian is not going to come easy either. He doesn't want any watered-down pussies in his army. He doesn't need that. Oh, well, you know, if you just believe in Jesus, no, it doesn't work that way. Nothing comes easy. Right? And even for these Satanists, nothing comes easy. They were tortured. They were programmed. Anna Nicole Smith, trauma-based mind control. Madonna, 
trauma-based mind control. Lady, Lady Gaga, trauma-based mind control. Uh, fucking uh, Kanye, trauma-based mind control. The Kardashians, trauma-based mind control. Bruce Jenner, trauma-based mind control. A lot of these people are involved, and a lot of them don't have a choice. A lot of them are scared. Or a lot of them were just programmed in that way. You can break people's minds in all different types of way. Or you can raise a child with love, compassion, gardening, martial arts, kindness to animals. And then things like this are rejected. You know, things like Satanism and, and trauma are rejected by these type of people. These people are represented by love. And compassion. You know, you have love, healing, and truth. You have the seven sacred arts. And then you have the seven deadly sins, which seem to encompass the satanic people. And you can, again, you know these people by the fruit they bear, but also because energetic people collect in certain areas. You know, I've said it before, skateboarders hang out with skateboarders, gangbangers hang out with gangbangers, and satanic pedophiles hang out with satanic pedophiles. Because who else is going to protect these satanic pedophiles? These guys need cover. They need judges to pass laws to protect them. They need police commissioners to protect them from trafficking children for their shit, for their adrenochrome or their, you know, satanic sexual or cult-based sexual practices. You look at the way the Catholic Church operates. They just ship a priest from one parish to another, just molesting children from parish to parish, and they protect them. And that's the way that these guys work. They work like the mob, blood in, blood out. And you're literally going to shed blood for this cult. Anyways, I know I missed some stuff, some vital stuff, I'm sure. This podcast cast went on for a long time you can look into a lot of this stuff um, I, I'm gonna try and have guests and and, and, and and things of that nature that are that are involved you know into this study on and, and we'll do f- further future podcasts on this stuff but th- th- this is my doorway into a lot of the occult and and Satanism and and, and things of that nature I just try to drop tidbits of uh, an array of for you guys and you guys figure it out again i wake up i meditate i pray for you your families for me my family for the earth the animal kingdom i do it every morning i do it because i love this world and i believe we have a chance to defeat these powerful satanic forces We are not dealing with flesh and blood. We are dealing with spirits and principalities. And again, I am not a conventional Christian. I don't follow the conventional Christian dogma. I follow the dogma of love, healing, and truth. And that can come from all different types of religions and ways of life. And and if that makes me bad, I guess that, that that's that's what I, I have to deal with in, in the end of judgment or whatever. But I don't believe it does. I, be, I believe that I'm on the right path. And people who follow the path of love, healing, and truth are on the right path. And that path requires dedication and obsession 
and, and suffering through uh, things that we know, you know, will, will make us better people. You know, dietary restrictions, exercise, you know, health practices, you know, studying things that, that will, will make us better people and, and teach us about our surroundings, paying attention to our surroundings, knowing about psychology, knowing about how we can be deceived. We have to be the watchdogs in the night. We have to. Because these people will do whatever the fuck they can to get over on us. And I didn't really get into a lot of... I, I had some stuff in in the in in my magic podcast about symbolism and symbology and things of that nature, and it's everywhere. It's all over. It's in the military. It's in, you know, even gas station logos and so on and so forth. You know, you guys can look into that it's occult symbology through corporate logos, and there's all kinds of stuff on, on on things like that. Anyways, you guys take care. Thanks for listening. Share my podcast. Like it if you like. I really appreciate it. You take care. I know this was a long one. All right, goodbye.